hopefully it worked. Okay. So, yeah, y'all, what's up? It's the Coffee and Cream Podcast. And y'all can see today we got our special guest, Lex. Hey, girl. Hey, I'm in this building. It's my first podcast, being a guest. I'm hype. I'm excited. Mm-hmm. I asked to be on, I asked on my story on Instagram to if somebody can invite me on a podcast and I kind of manifested this. So I'm happy to be here. <laughs> we happy to have you. I appreciate that. You know, you came on and, um, from the bottom of our hearts. Cause you know, sometimes people look and be like, Oh, they only got this many followers and they ain't got that. They got that. They ain't do that. So, you know, you kind of yeah. invited you and you jumped on right on board. So we appreciate that. I'm no problem. I, I don't be looking at that. I don't, I don't judge like that. I just, <laughs> The content, I like how y'all got y'all stuff set up. I like the branding. I like Aww. how everything. Thank you. I fuck with it. Uh, can I Thank cut you? I, I, yes, I please. It. All right, good. <laughs> you can definitely. Yeah, cut. please Speak cut on all that shit. Fuck, nigga, <laughs> all that. Whatever you got, let it come out, sis. Express. This is express yourself. You feel me? Okay. Like this is a lifestyle oh, podcast. So if that's how you live. <laughs> do that. <laughs> You irritate, but no, yeah, because I'm not gonna say I was nervous to DM you and ask somebody. Man, I don't know if she's gonna do it, but when you said that, I was like, you know what? Take a chance. Or the worst thing she could do is either just read it and not respond, and that's it. And you came back and said, "Oh yeah, I love it." I was like, "Oh shit! Oh, this is real. This is really happening." Okay, cool. (laughs) This is not fake. I was just looking. um, I don't know what happened. I think that um, honestly, a lot of people from my city. I uh, have a few podcasts and um, somebody proposed the idea that I make one myself, but I know it's a lot that goes into it, like getting a microphone and then recording. I was just like, look, I don't feel like doing all that. Just invite me. Let me be a guest. That's a little non, I don't have to really do that much except for just invite it and talk. So I, I jumped on that. Trust all right. Well, anytime you have a topic that you want to talk about, please hit us up. Let us know. Like you want to come on and you can always be our special guest anytime you are in the, yeah. in, you are in the brew, sis. You are in the coffee shop with us now. <laughs> you are our official coffee mate. So yes, but we appreciate you, Lex, for coming on. Um, you want to play a quick game? Yeah, we're going to play Fuck, Mary Kill. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. We're going to play Fuck, Mary Kill. So let me think. Let me think. Okay. So Fuck, Mary Kill, The Baby, Drake, and Drake, and what other, dang, what other rapper should I say? Oh, another rapper. You know who Jesse Williams is? He fine. Ooh. He an actor. You talking about light-skinned dude with green eyes? Mm-hmm. All right. I could do that. Um, fuck the baby, marry Drake, and kill Jesse. <laughs> that makes sense. Like that. that makes sense. That was quick. I like it. Jesse to the point. That makes okay. sense. Okay. That makes sense. All right. This I'm about to do some old timer. So you got Will Smith. <laughs> you got Denzel Washington. And you got Morris Chestnut. Ooh. Ooh. Uh. Okay. Uh. That's a good one. Mary. Fuck. (laughs) That's actually something to think about. Um, I'll fuck Will Smith. I'll marry Denzel Washington. And I'll have to kill Morris Chestnut. Dang. But you know what, though? That makes sense. But Morris. He's fine, but Denzel got money. And Will probably got money. Who? Oh. I feel like Will Smith. 
he is very attractive for his age for mm-hmm. sure but I think I'm kind of having a I'm having a bias just off of what I've heard between him and Jada's marriage type thing you know what I'm saying like mm-hmm. Oh, distance type thing. It's just a nigga that you just want to fuck. You don't really want to emotionally invest and get your ass, your heart broke. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Um, so you got deep. Yeah. Denzel, he's very seasoned as an actor. You know what I'm saying? Very seasoned. You, I mean, he's just a staple name. Like, why would I not want to marry him? <laughs> and then Morris just like, you know, he's good looking, but he's never really been my fave. So that's something like I can just kill him off. So, yeah. <laughs> that makes sense. You know what? After you say that, I probably would do the same thing because I love me some Will Smith. Morris is fine, but it's just like you said, he not he hasn't really been on the scene like that. Tell me, like, it's kind of forgettable. Not forgettable, but like, yeah. not relevant. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Okay. That makes sense. You got another one? I ain't got no more. You want to do one with us? Or you want to uh, ask us one? <laughs> okay. Um, ooh, I'm a- Let's see. Um, fuck Mary Q. Kendrick Lamar, <gasps> J. Cole, and who else? Uh, at the top of my head, at the top of my head, at the top of my head, at the top of my head. Um, fuck. hold on, it's coming to me. It was really just on the tip of my tongue, and then it just left. Um, I'm going to just throw future in there. Mm-hmm. I'm going to let you answer the first. <laughs> it's crazy, sis, because everybody know I love me some Kendrick Lamar. So I'm outright marrying Kendrick. You killed I him just, one time. I did, but I regretted it to, to this day. You did. So yeah. I'm marrying Kendrick. Mm-hmm. I am... Damn, J. Cole and Future. Oh, I'm fucking J. Cole and I'm... I got... Future, I'm I'm killing a future toxic ass. I would fuck him, but I, I I want that J Cole. I need I need some good vibes in my life at this time. I feel that. I feel that for sure. Now, this I, proceed. No, because I'm gonna marry J Cole. I'm gonna fuck Future. I'm sorry, Kendrick. I just gotta see what the dick is like. I just gotta see. I, I don't I don't disagree with that. Like, <laughs> I one thing about Future, I see like he is for sure. A problem child. He's a problem sure. But if you can actually like, I don't know. That's kind of like why I be. I don't mean to straight a topic away, but Mm-mm, no, you good. I be kind of confused when women be falling victim to being the next baby mama. Because like, if you look at his track record and you listen to his music, he's telling you exactly how he is. Like mm-hmm. it's really a way that you can get anything misconstrued. I just feel like if I if I ever had an opportunity with him, I would just play his game. I don't know. That's just how I feel about it. So I agree with your stance on that. I think that's what Lori's doing. I think she understands him. I think that she's just playing the fucking game. I, but I think that also as some women, you know how you get with somebody, you'd be like, I can change them. I'm <laughs> yeah. better than her. No, he gonna mean, like yeah. this about me. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, what necessarily, like, we keep saying how toxic future is, but what necessarily made him fall for Lori? You know what I'm saying? Because he yeah. really fucked with her. He we really all be did. like, damn, the youngest and one she got, got no pregnant. Ass. Yeah. She gotta be smart. Like you don't even hear her talk. You know what I'm saying? You, never don't, you don't hear nothing out of her mouth. I don't. I don't know what her voice sound like, but I know for a fact that she on birth control. <laughs> she on birth control. She ain't pop up pregnant yet. And then on top of that, yeah, she got a man that's maybe like 10, 11, 12 years older than her. But you know, Ooh. she's 
she got it on lock. So yeah. I, I that, especially for the fact that all of the victims that fall victim to him before her. So yeah, yeah, for sure. I got, I got, a, I got another one for y'all. Okay, okay. Make it harder. I'll make it harder because ain't none of them really conventionally attractive. Oh, okay. okay. So, fuck Mary Kill. You got um, Jay Z. Mm-hmm. You got Pusha T, mm-hmm. and you got Kanye West. Okay. Go ahead. Okay, so <laughs> um, I like all of those. Those are great. Damn. Okay, I'm ready. Go ahead. Okay, I'm going to marry Jay Z. Mm-hmm. I'm going to up Kanye West, and I'm going to kill Pusha T. And the only reason I'm fucking Kanye West is because if he crazy, that dick crazy, you feel me? <laughs> I can agree with that. I can agree with that because I'm killing Pusha T too. Yeah, he, he just dying regardless. I was going to either go between mm-hmm. like killing her. I don't... I might marry Kanye. The only reason I'm going to marry Kanye is because... I love Kanye. I miss the old Kanye. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, for real though, I, I... and then see him with Kim. I like they fashion. I like them as a fashion couple. So that's what I like about Kanye. I like his his business. He's definitely business minded, but I also like his fashion. So I would marry him more than for that. But I'm gonna still fuck Jay Z on the side because then I can also like pillow talk with him and get his ideas, and I can you know go off that <clears throat> build a, a multi million dollar industry. Exactly. You know, rock. Uh, what y'all got Twitter right? Yeah. Y'all got like Rock Nation Twitter talking about yeah, I'll I'll go and have dinner with Jay Z over having a million dollars up front. You know what I'm saying? Having having that pillow talk might be a little more beneficial than having a little dinner talk with him. So exactly, that's when you know you've grown though. Because at 18, you already know you're taking the money. You feel me? But as a grown woman, you kind of like wait, 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 wait. I'm yeah. gonna get some real knowledge and wisdom about him. You know what I'm saying? That get me farther along. Yeah, I feel it for sure. Yeah, we were just having that conversation about, like, when you go for a job, like, of course you want more money, but sometimes you go for the experience as well, because once you know you get that experience, you can take that and double it and make more money. Yeah, because, I mean, you can have a million dollars fall in your lap, but when you lack the, the actual knowledge yep. to help flip it, you know, flip it or sustain it, it's like, uh, like you got a hole in your hands. The money mm-hmm. just don't fall. Mm-hmm. Got the shit in your mind know how to really maintain that type of money because a lot of people they'll they'll take five million dollars cash but most people wouldn't know what to do with that shit mm-hmm. at all and it's crazy because i don't even make that much but i'm sure like that should be running through my hands and i need to better save that because i'm sure it's people that would say if i had that check I want, you know, saying that would be a lot of money to them. So that's what I said. Well, I also said recently, I was like before, because I want, of course, you're trying to trying to find a better job than what I have now. And I'm like, well, before I can ask for more money or want to receive more money, I have to be able to manage the money that I already had. That's how yeah. I look at it. Like, I can't want more money if I can barely manage what I have now. That don't make no sense. I'm going to get more money and increase my, my bills or other stupid stuff. That's literally the blueprint of everything because, uh, like, I, I think about that a lot. Like, if you don't know how to save your own money as little as you may have at this point in time, like, when you get a large sum of money, if you become a billionaire or a millionaire overnight, it really don't matter. Like, you're automatically going to think, like, shit, I got all this money. It's expendable. I can get whatever the fuck I want. And if you ain't got no proper money management while you're mm-hmm. 
once you get boisterous with the amount of money you got, it's kind of like, that's how people go broke. That's exactly. Uh -huh. I, I'm kind of like an advocate for like, when I get money, I'm putting half of whatever somebody sends to me in my savings, and then I'll leave whatever left in my checkings account so that it's kind of like okay well if i do want to spend some money i won't feel so bad about it because i actually put money away right so it's not right. spending more than i'm actually holding on you know mm -hmm, it, mm -hmm. it's still the saving habits in me because it's kind of like um i know i feel like a lot of people don't really believe in savings accounts and this pandemic if i have no savings account let me just say that i will be out of luck okay <laughs> i ain't got no real job you feel mm -hmm, me like mm -hmm. I, I got a business and stuff like that but as far as like a job where you know hey i'm gonna get paid regardless i ain't got that it's kind of like shit, i gotta make shit shake and it really depends on the climate of the environment and the economy of who wants to buy a wig at this time you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. so um i definitely feel like people need to be a little more um dedicated to saving their money like, because I, I, don't, I don't know, just personally, just off of how much money has been dispersed into the economy, like in unemployment and um, the stimulus checks, we're probably going to be going in a recession once this pandemic is over. Like, yeah, sure. that's like, me and brother been talking about that. That's definitely going to happen. It's for sure going to be a recession. And I feel like a lot of people are just, you know, going through their money and not really thinking like about the future. Like I'm all for in the present and you know focusing on the now but i'm also thinking about that potential rainy day in the future i don't i remember one time and this is the last time i ever went broke it was just um i had got my catalytic converter stolen off my car this is like Ooh. five years oh that's when it was yeah when niggas was taking those you feel me that was like 2015 it cost me $1,100 to get it fixed. I had it in my savings account. I had half of it in my savings account. My grandma put another half with me. But after that, my savings account was drenched. Like, it was nothing left in there. And, like, I really had no money to my name. And it didn't feel good. It don't feel good being broke. Yeah. It feels terrible. Terrible. Like, being unnecessarily frugal. Like, looking at, like, window shopping. I don't like doing that shit. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, for sure. Oh, and just get it like just teasing myself with the visual i don't like that and just the the inner feeling of knowing you ain't got no money like having to sit out with things like i really hated that so from that moment i'm just like i ain't never going broke again call me nba young <laughs> ever again okay like if somebody sent me some money to make a wig and they buy and hear from me i'll deduct the cost of the wig construction price and i'll put that straight in my savings account so whenever I get an order, like my savings account is continuously growing. That makes sense. Yeah. So I, I I really try to keep it like that. And I'm trying to tell, you know, our black folks, hey, I know we like spending, but saving your money, especially in this time right now, it's gonna benefit in the end. And the economy mm -hmm. the government, they already saying like the economy is suffering because people saving their money. Like really think about that. Like the economy is suffering because we want to hold our money and you know for a, a purpose. You know that shit crazy. This world is crazy, actually. So world is ghetto. It's ghetto. I'm ready to go. Like I'm ready. To, I need to it's ghetto. Do not recommend for nobody. Don't come here. Yeah, but no, I I appreciate that because I mean I think that's just again a part of growth because saving is a really is so important. Like you said, around this time. 
then nobody know we was gonna go through this like last year we wasn't like okay prepare we yourself for COVID. Trip, like, all of yeah. that and you know, now like, i i couldn't have like i know right before new year's day hit from 2019 none of us was expecting 2020 to come hard like this 2020 been coming like bitch i'm fucking all y'all up i'm fucking all y'all plans up all your little travel plans all your little expectations Fuck all that shit. We. Oh, he's gonna be jumped up. Twenty twenty is a hating ass nigga. <laughs> like, period. I ain't gonna lie to you. Twenty twenty, like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna say like this pandemic is a blessing, but what I will say, and this is just me keeping it like purely objective, like all species, like including animals, all go through shit that causes the species to evolve. There will be that will die off. You know, and then the ones that do survive will be the ones that end up, you know, progressing and evolving to the next level. And that's not me saying, well, fuck it, people just got to die. Because, I mean, it is sad. People that lose their loved ones. I've lost people close to me, you know, from this virus. I've lost people that went to high school with me. I've lost a distant family member from COVID-19. So it's not like I'm saying, fuck, you know, niggas just going to die. It is what it is. Even though, you know, death is the most, um, I don't know, I'll say the most. Inevitable. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's it's inevitable. The most secure feeling that you are gonna get out of this life shit is that you're gonna die, mm-hmm. and that's just it's just gonna happen. But one thing I will say is, um, the world that we've been living in prior to 2020, like with capitalism and um, just really overexerting ourselves and our work, like our work life, like I don't know. I feel that this time right now with the stay at home order. Even though the shit with the economy is fucking with that, but it's really a time for people to reset, to really be able to sit at home and just be like, damn, I can actually relax. I don't have to feel bad about relaxing because the whole world really is on pause right now. Mm-hmm. As humans, we've been so conditioned, especially in the United States, we've been so conditioned to feel like the superior the superior country because we work so hard even to the point of burnout to get to where we want to be and to make the type of money that we want to make but at what cost you know what i'm saying at what mental and physical cost do we actually go through in order to make ends meet or to try to be uh financially stable so i don't know i just look at it as like hey this is probably one of the only times in life right now that you're gonna really be able to get this so me reset your mental your physical and just be like, damn, like, I really be working hard. Like, we really be working hard. We be exploiting resources, capitalism. You know what I'm saying? So I, that's kind of a, a takeaway from it. I don't really want to look at it as, like, completely negative, even though it is a negative undertone. Yeah. To try to take some positivity away from it instead of, you know, focusing on the negative, you know? So Yeah, for sure. I definitely miss seeing a lot of people. I th- And at one point, I think everybody was kind of like, can we find the good in this? It yeah. is nice to be at home. I for I just think it just came hard on some people. You know what I'm saying? And <laughs> at some and that everybody's not good with change. And I, and it was literally like one day in office and the next day you just completely you know at home. So yeah, I definitely think that it was a good time because I know personally for me, I was able to bond with like you know more like my parents for real because I'm there with them. So mm-hmm. I'm not always going out and moving as much. And then you know okay girl like let's hang out and it's not about well this is my best friend so i know i'm gonna go i'm gonna see her during covid but we're you know we don't have to go anywhere we just sit in the house and actually chill and like actually now we're talking instead of sitting in the club and the music going and all this other we actually getting to know each other 
Yeah, I feel that. I feel that for sure. And I also feel that a lot of people in this country are so used to being busy and occupied. Mm-hmm. That's me. <laughs> for no internal problems. Like right now, your ass being able to sit down, you about to face all your internal problems that you've been running from by staying busy, working overtime, going to the club. And I ain't gonna lie, I've been a victim to that too. Like, you know, mm-hmm. I, I before COVID hit, I would go out every single Thursday. That was a day, it, we call it over here, we call it Bosco Thursdays. Because the club called Bosco's. We go, I'll get there maybe like 10 o'clock every single Thursday, leave at 2 p- two a.m. It will always be a dog-ass time because I'm drinking, I'm enjoying music, I'm, I'm around mm. people. But when I got cut out, it's like, okay, how am I going to utilize my Thursdays? What am I going to do, you know, to kind of uh, compensate for me not being out like on every fucking Thursday night. So I think right now it's a struggle for people who don't really do any introspection. You know, I, I meditate, you know, I meditate. I, I talk with myself. I talk to myself too, you know, yes. it's, it's cool to talk to yourself. Sometimes right. you need to shit out with yourself. I tell but people I'm the best person to talk to because I know me. Like if, I'm, if <laughs> I need to be held accountable for something, then yeah, I'm going to hit my friends up. But just to sit down and be like, okay, look. This is what I need to do. Let you, me think about, let me talk out what I got to go through, what I got to do. Let me talk. Yeah. I've been walking a lot lately. Like literally on my lunch breaks, I'll go outside and walk. And it's been very therapeutic because I won't have no music on. And if I do, it's very, very low. And so I'm just talking. I'm talking. I might be praying. I just might be doing something where it's like, okay, let me really think about what I'm about to do next or what's about to happen because of this pandemic. And for yeah. me as a woman, like, you know, sometimes it's just that it's that push to be married, have kids, do this, do that, do that. And like, it was on, like that shit was on pause. So I'm not thinking about no man. I'm not thinking about like what I'm about to do later. I'm literally thinking about myself. And in this moment, like, okay, cool. So what do you want to do? You, you want to flat on your hair? You don't know how to flat on hair. You want to do your eyebrows? Like you could take them bitches off. They gonna grow back by time COVID over. You know what I'm saying? Like, so it just gave you time to be like, okay, like not worry about anybody else. And that's really hard to not worry about other people. Yeah, I, I completely, completely, completely agree with that. I think that, um, in order to really feel good about putting yourself first, I mean, you got it's it's really about self love. You know what I'm saying? I feel like this is another catalyst developing self love yeah. because at the moment, like, yeah, I've been seeing on Twitter like once the pandemic is over, like, uh, niggas gonna be getting gonna be ready to get married. You know what I'm saying? Because we be so distant right now, like it ain't be no dating it's like shit we've been in isolation for these many months like i'm ready to get a ring on my finger you know what i'm saying but right now it's like if you can't use this time and i don't, don't want to impose on anybody to say oh you gotta learn a new a new hobby or get a new uh avenue of income yeah. on that i'm like if, however you want to utilize your time during a, a worldwide pandemic mm-hmm. you do you know what i'm saying i don't i don't like how people try to regulate how people should spend their time exactly but I, this is a time where you really should be strengthening your relationship with yourself, mm. you know? So like strengthening, um, your mental habits like, as far as, uh, being reactionary. And I say that because I'm a very reactionary person. Like I, somebody pissed me off. I'm ready to fight. Like I'm ready to, I'm ready to cut words. Right. But and kind of like, okay, 
let me think shit through before I really give somebody my energy in a reaction that I might feel stupid about later on. You know, I'm pretty sure everybody has gone through something where they, they've reacted to something out of anger and then they'll think back when they come and it's like, damn, I really could have just sat that one out and, you know, handled it a different way. So I just feel like right now, just sitting down, a lot of people should really just utilize the ability to just work on themselves internally. You know, come out of this a better person. Come out of this a little more patient. Come out of this a little more caring and understanding for yourself. You know, mm-hmm. so yeah, very true. Yeah. It's only it's only a selective amount of people that's gonna understand that. You got yeah, to yeah. I don't like there's it. a lot of people in this world that's just here just to breathe the air and just walk the earth. They're not really here to serve a purpose, and I hate to say that, but it's, it's really true. You got people that you can really tell them, you can give them the keys and the logistics to how to have a more fruitful life, but people so stuck in their ways that they don't really give a fuck about how to make shit better. So really, it's just like whoever receives the message, you know, mm-hmm. to those during this time, and that's cool, but I just don't really expect everybody to be on that, you know? I agree. I agree. Well, yes. Thank you for that. Look at you shedding light on the COVID-19 because people need that. People need to hear a positive message throughout COVID because um, it was it was a present for a lot of people. You know, a lot of people lost their jobs and they didn't have things. So anytime you can take like a positive um, entity from something and make it really big, I think that that's dope or whatever. So because you did that, I want to give you your coffee personality. <laughs> oh, yes. Yes. Um. Just to let you know, coffee personality is something that I, I just started taking because I drink a lot of coffee. And sometimes, like, how people can remind you of a flower, they can remind you of this, that. People remind me of, like, different coffees because I personally love coffee. So I know that this is this is righteously, like, our first time ever meeting and talking mm-hmm. and conversing. But I've been on your page and I, like, you know, went through your YouTube and stuff. And the first thing I got, like, every time I looked at something or I seen something, I just was like, damn, like, this is a black woman. Like, you gave that head strong. And it was just, like, in your face. <laughs> yes, like, in your face. Like, I'm a black woman. So I appreciate that. Thank you. So, I so um, it's a drink and it's a cold brew. So a cold brew is just, like, really, it's just it's it's just the caffeine it's just like it's straight espresso with like a little bit of water in it or whatever and you get it at you get it at starbucks with like it's got they have like a um salted foam that you can get on it and it's really good so the reason i said that you remind me of a cold brew is because i remember somebody was telling me like yeah man i drank this cold brew i keep drinking i keep drinking them and they're very strong like they give me what i want so i gotta like i need to chill i need to stop drinking them and for mm-hmm. me, I feel like as a black woman, people feel like they really want to know us until they get to know us. And they be like, damn, you a lot. And it takes real people to get to know that. And you come, yeah. off as, you come off as a real individual. Like, you can tell, like, you don't hang with a lot of people. You got, your set, you got the people that you fuck with. Okay. And, like, mm-hmm. when, you give, when you give people who you are, when you give people who you are, it's strong and it's out there. And they either going to take it or they not. So you got to fuck with it or not. And for me... Yeah with everything going on, like, with this pandemic, um, not even with the pandemic, but with this racism and everybody getting killed, this is, a, this is a time that people need to know, I am a black woman, hear me roar. I don't care if you get on my page and you get offended. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I'm not going to lie to you. You put on your page that you was doing, that you had did some uh, shrooms or whatever. For me, I admired that because people not going to be honest about the drugs that they're doing and then tell you why they're doing it and how it affects you. So... Mm-hmm. 
I felt like you was a cold brew, espresso, espresso, really strong, really out there. But you know what I'm saying? When you need that, that's what I can get. If I'm, if I'm down as a black woman, I know I can go on your page and get that pick me up. And that's kind of what a cold brew do. It's that good pick me up. She I cold mean, with these. She's so good with these. <laughs> I really, I really, really, really agree with that. I agree with that. Just off of the strength, like, I've been really getting to know myself maybe over, I think I really developed a sense of self-awareness maybe like four years ago 2016 I think before then I really was not self-aware of myself how I affected other people um so now as a, a grown woman I really I really advocate that I am uh I am something I'm a, I'm a lot to handle you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying mm-hmm. I'm not mm-hmm. like I'm I'm difficult but I am outspoken I'm mm-hmm. bold speak my mind regardless if it offends people like i was just on my page yesterday talking about all this peaceful protest shit this shit ain't helping shit right. yeah i we, seen that in, in, in uh what's that minnesota yeah and so seeing that minute people in minnesota they burning out goddamn police departments and targets i'm like yes yes do that shit because at the end of the day pleading to the fucking police and and begging them not to kill black people they don't give a fuck about that they don't you care think, give a fuck about your heartfelt diplomatic ass acts no like i i really i've always been somebody to to tell people how it is and over the years i've developed more tact you know what i'm saying not being uh, just obnoxiously rude and how i convey my honest thoughts but i will always tell people the raw real deal and i'm always aside from that aside from being honest with people I'm a picker up. Like I, if, if any of my friends feeling down, they not feeling good about themselves. I'm like, look, bitch, you my friend. You a reflection of me. I need you to pick your ass up off the goddamn floor. You are a bad bitch. You are. You've been born a bad bitch. You are a bad bitch. Feel that and and know that you are that because I see you as that. You know. And yeah, I don't really. I don't have a, a large group of friends. I have maybe I can count on my hands how many friends I have and I ha- that I hang around with. And it's just really off of the strength that not everybody really deserves to know you at your true essence. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And I feel like your energy is something that you you really have to protect. I've been through situations where I've allowed myself to be vulnerable with people that we're just waiting for me to be vulnerable just so they can use that against me, you know? And I used to be the type of person where I just used to be like, I trust people until they give me a reason not to trust. And that really backfired on me at, at some point in time, because, you know, being too trusting people can sense that and they'll take advantage of that like that. So now I'm just like, Hey, I'm very, um, I, I use discernment when it comes yeah. to people that, you know open with and and vulnerable with and I think with my platform I really try to I try to show that I can be vulnerable I don't really try to be too much of a of an open book because I mean at the end of the day I can't please everybody and I know not gonna like me but I just really try to show like hey I'm a real ass person and I want to keep it real with y'all and especially like with the shrooms I feel like shrooms have become like a really big thing since the pandemic hit since everybody at home and shit like that I saw people like yeah you know I I do shrooms and shit they (laughs) earth you know what I'm saying like it's not like these some hardcore fucking pills like these motherfuckers grow from the earth I use them for spiritual purposes and shit I like tripping I like psychedelics I like being able to see a different reality through my own eyes something that I can't really something I can't really explain but I always tell people like hey like 
if you ever want to do this shit, just make sure that you in the right state of mind because this shit will really, it will really bring your demons to the front of your mind. Like anything you try to run from, anything you try to repress, or you anything you've been lying to yourself about, that shit is going to be right up in your face and be like, hey, remember when you tried to push right all the way back in your subconscious and yeah i've been here this entire time simmering and now it's been five months i basically i'm here and i want you to deal with this right now and i've i've been through that like when i when i tripped for the first time um i had like some some issues that i didn't resolve and um with shrooms you can have a bad trip and so i try to be honest with people like it's not it's not gonna be all good all the time it really depends on the person whatever you're going through at the moment so if you got some shit that you know that you ain't been handling just be prepared to deal with that shit if you're gonna trip i mean it's from the earth god the creator put this shit on earth for us to enjoy that's how i feel about weed that's how i feel about anything that grows from the from the planet Mm -hmm. but don't abuse it like, oh, it's just going to be a fun time. And that's all it's going to be. It serves a purpose. It serves a purpose to open your mind and to help you really deal with yourself, you know? So I, I try to be open with that. But like I said, I really appreciate your your insight about me. You know, like I said, even though we haven't met before and this is our first time actually talking to each other, I really appreciate that for sure. She's great. Well, if that's what, well, so with that being said, then that's something that you could take away as a positive because what you're trying to give off is what you're giving off. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what I received from it. Because honestly, all the communication you've been doing to get on the pod, I mean, to be on the podcast, you've been talking to her. You know what I'm saying? So it's just been all of what I've seen, kind of what I put together. So you're doing a great job of that. So it's kind of any of those, when you like, I want people to think I'm a good person, well, by what you're giving off. Um, and one thing I, I also want to say is um, I appreciate the authenticity of you because with having a large fo- <laughs> with having a large following comes the um, the fake life and the glamorous and how everything's amazing and how mm-hmm. nothing you know. So then you look back and you go, "Whoa, she 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 makes wigs. She's amazing. She's beautiful. She does this. She does that." Nevertheless, you know, you get on your page and you real about the real, you know, about like shit. you are you. Like yeah, you're you not pretending to be fake. nobody. You are you. That's just who you are. And it's the thing, like, I, I, I'm always, I've always been like that. Like, I started my YouTube channel, uh, I think I was in 10th grade. So this is like, this is like 2011 when I started my YouTube channel. And I think from a young age, I kind of just took it to consideration, like, these people that know me in real life, I'm not about to be on the internet perping mm-hmm. and acting like I'm living a life that I'm not living. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not dr- I'm not living in some four-story mansion. I'm not, I don't got no Rolex. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm, I really try to be an image for, for women that really want to be themselves and not feel like they got to be somebody else. Cause I see that shit a lot. I see a lot of people once they, once they climb the social ladder, it's like, shit, I got to switch up. I got to look the part, even if I'm not really living the part. I wouldn't feel good about doing that. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I don't, I don't feel good doing that. So I really try to uh, be a face for people to just feel good about whatever they have. Start off with whatever you have. And when people ask me about YouTube, like, oh, I got to get an expensive camera. Da, da, da. I'd be like, look, girl, I used to stack my hair grease bottles on top of one another and, and stack my little Kodak camera. And my Kodak camera, that was an old ass camera before I upgraded to a, a DSLR, you know, one of the professional cameras. Mm-hmm. 
start off with what you got and work your way up. Because at the end of the day, trying to overexert yourself to try to look the part for people that's probably been doing it longer than you, it's going to probably make you burn out or you just going to keep comparing yourself. Mm, you know? Yeah. And I think that's another thing. I try not to compare myself to people that might have like higher social status, might have more money than me, because at the end of the day, I just really value authenticity from anybody. It really don't matter what type, well, how much money you have. Like if you can keep it real with me and I feel like I ain't got to, you know, uh, scan you up and down to see how real you are or if I got to, you know, adjust my personality to fit yours, then I... I, I watch out for that. So I just want people to know, like, hey, you come on my page, look, I have my makeup off, my wig off, eyebrows not done. Like, just want, I want people to see me. Because if a motherfucker see me out on a day where I don't do how I look, I just want to to know, hey, you can go on my YouTube channel. <laughs> so it's not like a, 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 un, a, a never-seen-before type of image, you yeah. know? So you are the definition of real ass bitch. Give, Give a, a fuck, fuck about, about a, nigga. a nigga. Big Birkin bag. Oh, he's on my ass. Oh, he's like, okay. We know how to break out. Of oh, 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 we break sorry. out into I'm that sorry. song so every sorry. time. I'm so sorry. I'm every so video. Every but I just episode. felt like she was giving. Yes, yeah, she does. <laughs> <laughs> we break. That is our anthem. Okay, let's cheers then. Cheers to you, sis. Cheers. cheers. I appreciate y'all so much. I, this is really fun. We not finished. We got you for we, we got you for thirty more minutes. Sis. Okay, we not done yet. So we gonna jump into the group. That's that wasn't even our group. Right. That was great. Well, that was our. That was our. That was our intro. 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 No, that was our espresso shot. Oh, okay. Into okay. the brew. Okay. Cause you know how I like my coffee. Uh, oh yeah, you jumped. It. Okay, sis. I see man. how you did that. You I see how you did that. that. Yeah. <laughs> you say drink coffee. I'll drink coffee. Cup of coffee. Please. I was wondering if I might trouble you for a cup of strong black coffee. <clears throat> Damn good coffee. And hot. Wait a minute. Jake Cooper loves coffee. You know, this is, excuse me, a damn fine cup of coffee. We're going to need some more coffee. You know, so <laughs> we're going to talk about, so the brew is basically beauty in, today, in today's society. So, when I was thinking about the, well, okay, first of all, I say that, I'm sorry. We do our brews based on light, medium, or dark. So this is a dark rose because beauty in, be, I feel like beauty is something that is, people think it's on the surface when it really does go, um, it, it goes within. So I feel like that is a dark rose. It's something that you need, you need to have. Explain to her what that means. What light, light, medium, I'm sorry. Topic, oh, I'm like, sorry. Our light, medium, dark topic. So the light topic is usually on the surface. So like girl talk. Girl talk, simple stuff. Uh, medium rose, I say more so like relationship stuff because that can be debated, of course. Um, mm -hmm. And then our dark rose is usually our um, usually heavy, professionals and people that like yeah, substance topic. And we usually have a lot more guests on those because we, you know, people we want to get their insight on what our topic is. And I chose, of course, you for this because you are a beauty influencer you're a youtuber you know what i'm saying like you do you do hair makeup so it's more so like i wanted to get your insight on the beauty into the society and amongst i was like black women i don't want to talk white girls oh yeah um, no <laughs> uh, no white people are allowed in the city. wait black like say that again say that again this is no white people no white 
No white people are involved in this conversation. This is an African, African topic, okay? So yeah, I'm gonna I'm dive right. Oh God. Oh, oh, I feel that um, naturally, and I feel like damn it, every black person knows that Eurocentric beauty features are more accepted in the beauty society. So a narrow nose, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Light skin, light eyes, curly, like loose curly hair, you know what I'm saying? And I ain't gonna lie, I've been victim to compare myself to these uh, Eurocentric standards because you know, I got a, I got a wide nose, you know what I'm saying? And I'm brown skin, I might not be dark skin, you know what I'm saying? But when it comes to light skin women, I not, it, it, I mean, in this world, and it's sad to say, it's really not going to be a change with how people perceive uh, light skin to be more beautiful, even though, you know, you got people that's fucking smart and they know that dark skinned women and brown skinned women are fucking beautiful. But just from racism and you know what I'm saying? People just naturally take an upper hand to light skin people with narrow noses, light skin. I mean, light eyes. And not to cut you off real quick, hold that thought. I just want to make it very clear. As black people, because I somebody made the um comment to me the other day, like we were we're the only race that goes against one another. We have to remember we were trained for this. Yes. We were <laughs> trained to be divided because yes. I'm light skin, so I'm in the house, you're dark skin, you're in the field, so now you're mad, but I'm mad. So we were always trained to be pulled against apart other, and against no each other. What. And regardless, white people are always going to because they know that they're always going to make a light skinned person feel better about themselves than a darker skinned person because they know that that divides us. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, I, I completely agree with that. And I think another struggle with that is that um, as black people or just people outside of, of the black race, they just assume that, hey, like, okay, y'all both are perceived as black. Like, and you, when it comes to a white person, like, y'all still black. Mm-hmm. So y'all might be over it. But the, the conditioning is so ingrained. It's been hundreds of years. Like, hundreds hundreds of years like this shit is just not going to go away like unless we restarted this world with a brand new fresh slate like this shit it's just not gonna go away yeah you know you that that are so deeply conditioned and i and i even take it to my dark-skinned women with 4c 4b 4a hair that got so much self-hate ingrained in their hair and i hate that just off of the strength that I don't know. I'll be advocating for all women to just learn what their hair likes so they can actually know how to take care of it. Mm-hmm. So they just be like, shit, I just hate my hair because it's not loose and it's not curly. But I can't be mad at them for feeling that way either because white people that came along and they demonize our natural hair. They yeah. demonize. Well, they Look demonize- at it. Pick at it. Ooh, why is yeah. it like that? What yeah. can't you like? What the fuck? It, like, our hair naturally grows up to the sky. Like, mm-hmm. our hair grows towards God, you know, towards Ooh. the head. You know what It I'm does. Saying? Yes. We get our, that's how our superpowers come from the sun to our hair. We receive messages. About Samson. Like, we receive messages from our crown. So, I feel like, naturally, and this is just another, another mixture on top of it, just some black people empowerment. White people are, are detrimentally intimidated by our black 
period. Our melanin, our versatility our, in our hair. Yeah, okay, assimilation caused us to want to perm our hair and, you know, wear straight hair and shit like that. But that's not our only way to wear our hair. Our hair can be curly. It can be woolly. Our hair can get braided. We can lock our hair. You know, the motherfuckers be trying to, uh, they be trying to. Yeah, they <laughs> You they locks me looking dirty. <laughs> like, what is wrong with your but hair? See, I went, we, we, so we know each other because we went to school together. So we went to mm-hmm. a uh, all white Christian school from mm-hmm. uh, about seventh to twelfth grade, and I can attest to that because for me, like, I definitely struggle with that. Like, my hair is very, my very, my hair is harder to maintain than theirs. That's all I realized. You know what I'm saying? Not like the whole Doja Cat thing where she kind of was dogging herself because of her hair. I never dogged myself over my hair. I just realized that for me, I know that I can't just wake up and fl- and wash my hair and flat iron it every day. That yeah. shit's not going to work yeah. for me. You know what I'm saying? Right. But even still, for a very long time, I only wanted my hair to like look a certain way. But now, I'm like, bro, listen. <laughs> Y'all yeah, about to get this fresh, all right? It's poofy. It's not fresh right now, but get it. Get into it. Yeah, and I ain't gonna lie. Like, I got my first. I got my first perm when I was in middle school, mm-hmm. and like my mom always used to put my hair in a big ass puff ball at the top of my head. And by this time, we watching uh, uh, music videos. The girls with the long straight hair. So I'm like, shit. I, I want to wear my hair down. I want to wear my hair straight. And it was just like, damn, I was so young. I didn't really know how to care for my hair. I didn't know yeah. how to make hair. I didn't know what to what products to use in my hair. So permanent was just like the next best thing. Mm-hmm. But I've grown out all of my relaxer and I really learned how to take care of my hair. I would never, I would never go back to perm my hair ever. I would never do that shit to myself. Girl, I have not had a perm since like seventh grade the first you, time i perm my hair who jesus and my i have fine hair mm-hmm. and the only honestly the only reason i perm my hair honestly was because at the time i was in sixth grade i had a light-skinned friend and mm-hmm. i was like mom i want my hair to look like her hair she's like yeah well you don't need it i said yeah but i want my hair to be just that straight i want to wake up at six in the morning and get my hair pressed out on the damn stove i don't want to wake up that early to get my hair pressed yeah. she said okay fine that shit took my hair out I was bald head for like two years. Not two years, like two years. I was bald head because it took my hair out. I said, yeah. "Oh, never again." I do this shit. Yeah. You feel me? Like when I when I got my first perm, like I said, I think I was in seventh grade, and then my last perm, I think, was my tenth grade year in high school, and um, I think it was a combination of my mom always doing my hair, and I didn't know how to perm my own hair. I kind of didn't always want to have to go to my mom. Mm-hmm. For her to- I yep. like to have my own autonomy to do here. And then, you know, I start seeing my little curls at the top. I'm like, shit, I really actually want to see what this is going to look like all the way grown out so I can actually appreciate them. So now it's like, I be telling people, like, especially on a good hair topic, I be telling people, don't be referring, especially don't be around me referring to good hair as loose curls and smooth little baby hair. Good hair is healthy hair. Regardless, I'm really trying to change the narrative of how black women see their hair because mm-hmm. black women with kinky hair, very coily, coarse hair, and you know, they feel so down about yeah. it, you know? Because it's hard to maintain, and, and it seems like, it just it seems is- like it's easier for everybody else, because that's how my hair is. Like, I have very, very thick hair. Like, yeah. my shit is 
oh my gosh <laughs> and like for a long time it's just hard to maintain so you just feel like 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 for example for us she has for me she has beautiful hair like she can wash her hair and go she put her little twist in like her hair be cute her hair dry be cute my shit dry and be all creakly but now i'm realizing like that's okay that's just how my hair is like okay whatever yeah. it don't look it don't have to look like everybody but that was a really that was a big struggle growing up because again like you said you see how everybody else is and you kind of be like dang so do i look like you know because yeah. at the time it was like do i look like a black african slave because that's how they made you feel when your that's hair how was, they made you when your hair was coarse african and you know what i'm slave. saying like whoa your hair you know what i'm saying then Whoa, you don't have your hair in there, yeah. like yeah. Oh, so where's your hair go? Like, listen, excuse me. Also, another thing, when I went on your page, man, I promise you, the first if if like you could go to somebody's page and like music could start playing, I promise you, as soon as you touch on your username, all I heard was Salon. Don't touch my hair. Do <laughs> not touch my you pie. See the her, her her natural hair, how big it was. Yes, because motherfuckers <laughs> it. Oh, piece of candy. <laughs> My hair, like, I wore my hair in an afro out in public for the first time this year. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Um, I mean, of course, it was in the midst of the pandemic, so I didn't really have to deal with, you know, people trying to touch my hair. But I've dealt with people trying to touch my hair. And it's mm-hmm. just like, I am not some fucking chia pet. I'm mm-hmm. not a scientist. Like, keep your hands out my shit. And on a spiritual note, like, you got to be very, very careful about the people that you let touch your head because like i said you receive Ooh, mess- yeah. you receive messages from your from your crown like that's yeah. a very essential part of your head and just letting people with bad intentions you know like them white people that be so amazed they they disguise it as amazement but they really just be having some goddamn disgust looking yeah. at your- I, I ain't gonna lie like when i was four years old i wanted to be white Mm-hmm. I ain't gonna lie to you. Like my mom got me a black Barbie doll, and I remember. And, and it's crazy. I'm 24, but I remember something so vividly from like 20 years ago. I sat and I cried when I saw that black Barbie doll because I was just like, I want doll. Like I don't want to be black. Like I want to be white. And when I think about the potential of me possibly being born white, I'm just like, shit. I would never in my life want to be fucking white. Do you get me? Do you understand me? We got the culture. Okay. We got, the- we got we're it. We got the medicine, okay? And that's why I be trying to tell, like, we the eight women, girls for like, real, real. I be trying to tell black women, I'm like, look, dark-skinned women are beautiful. You know, I am a, a woman empowerment powerhouse because I like to make women feel good about themselves not just on the hair and the wig tip but just like really on that internal on that internal shit because I know especially with social media social media can really distort your own sense of your beauty you know of that myself like I'm small I got small titties I got a small friend you know what I'm saying I see women on here with big ass triple f titties and and naturally long ass hair fat asses like did i miss out on this like was i not supposed to be blessed with that but it really <laughs> helped me hone my own sense of my own self-love you know what i'm saying and i really like to spread that across other women because i like how women i, I like how y'all look when y'all actually get affirmed like y'all are beautiful mm-hmm. and 
your hair is beautiful. I try to tell women, hey, just just try to learn what your hair likes. Learn what moisturizes your hair. Learn what actually goes good with your hair so that you can actually take it as like, hey, yeah, my hair is harder to manage because it's coilier. Coilier and kinkier hair is more susceptible to being dry. So therefore, y'all really got to put more effort into how y'all actually maintain your hair. But I be, I really am an advocate for just making sure like, hey, just because you ain't got no loose ass, spirally biracial curls don't mean that you any less fucking beautiful. And okay. it's so it's so easy to fall into that wormhole, especially on social media. You know what I'm saying? So I think right now it's just a case of really um, centering in on your own self-beauty, your own beauty, and really loving yourself, and then surrounding yourself with people that empower that as well. I ain't gonna lie, it's a lot of mean people on social media. It's, it's a lot like of, it's majority of it is mean people. It's a lot media. of depressed and hurt people, and, yes. know, and and you don't know what else to do but to bring somebody else down. You know what I'm saying? Because sometimes when you look at the comments, even being a celebrity, like you know, as a celebrity, like I'm sure that um, they talk about it a lot. But being a celebrity in 2020 is completely being different than being a celebrity in 1998. Yeah, because you even might you might feel like people hate you, but you really like you don't, you don't know. really know unless they mail you a letter and who's on always that's very true from it social media has made celebrities way more accessible like it's made celebrities way more accessible the mystery around celebrities has kind of just like yeah because everybody got a social media account and then you got people that's just going automatically spew their nasty hateful ass thoughts under somebody's photos and i just i really be just looking like i ain't gonna lie shit I see on Instagram that I don't like like I think that could be better but I keep that shit to myself I should be thinking like okay she could have executed that better but am I just gonna type in your comments like yo shit fuck the fuck up you ugly hell and I just you shouldn't have posted this I'm not about to do that because not I was not that you ugly what if like, somebody posted that about me like I'm yeah. ready for you feel me exactly I, just feel like, I feel like a lot of people yes it is a lot of depressed hurt and angry people that don't know no better but to try to impose that feeling on other people and uh, i mean that's that's a whole other topic but i i don't know the way i'll be moving i ain't gonna lie it's gonna be some shit that you see on social media that you might not agree with that might not fit your aesthetic that you might not like but it's so easy to just keep scrolling it literally is keep, keep scrolling and just mind your own fucking business not everything gotta be stated you know what I'm saying? It'd be so many people that just be like, oh, I got freedom of speech. I can say, but why is that your speech? Why do you wanna, why do you just want to put somebody down for that to be your speech? That's just, no, everything that comes to your mind, you do not have to say. You don't say it. You know what I'm saying? So I just be like, okay, when I see shit like that, I'm just like, all right, you clearly can see the people that got that internal work that they got to do to the point where they just like, hey, well, shit, I don't like this, and I'm going to let them know I don't like it, and I'm going to let them know how fucking ugly they are, too. It just be like, damn, like, it's, it was so I, I wanted to ask you, like, what? how did you necessarily get into hair? Like, you were saying how, um, like, you, you wore your afro and stuff, and you, like, what made you do, like, the whole hair journey thing? Well, before I actually started my YouTube, like, I had, I mean, a little past shoulder-length hair, um, 
My mom went to cosmetology school. Mm-hmm. She met my dad in cosmetology school. Naturally, it's, it was destined for me. You know what I'm saying? Naturally, because they, they met in, in beauty school. So um, around 10th grade, when I started my YouTube, I was actually like doing my own hair. I was flat. I was pressing and curling my hair with my flat iron. I'll be doing pin curls. I'll take my pin curls out when I get to school. And people just be like, how do you do that? How do you do that? So I was just like, I'm going to just make a YouTube channel and I'm going to just show people how I do my hair. So I got to answer verbally to people all the time. So, um, that's really how I started. This is really, I, that's why I, I'll be trying to be humble, but I'll be trying to tell people I am a YouTube pioneer. This is before yeah, YouTube, was, yeah. <laughs> before YouTube was like, I'm going to get some money. I'm going to get some bread off of YouTube. Because I didn't really know I could make money back then. I just wanted to do it so people could see what the fuck I was doing with my hair. But um, it came a point, like in 2011, that I wanted to get my hair. I wanted to dye my hair blonde. So I went to a salon that I was going to get. I was getting my hair done at anyways. But the stylist burnt my fucking hair out. And it was just like pieces of short ass, burnt ass, and I'm just I'm like, man, look, I just need to cut my hair off. I cut my hair off into like a short ear length bob. And then I was just looking at how damaged it was. I'm just like, look, I'm about to go on a hair journey. I need to figure out how to grow my hair out. I want my hair to be long and I want my hair to be healthy. And I just want to figure out a way how to do that on my own without having to really resort to other people. Mm-hmm. So um, I remember that same year I started my hair journey. I got my first weave. I begged my mom to let me get a sew-in, and she got me some cheap-ass hair. This was Outre, Outre Pretty Daffy. And I remember I made, like, three YouTube videos off of that. And that's really what started my YouTube channel, for real, off of the weave tip. Because after that, I went to uh, Velvet Remy, then I went to Bobby Boss, and then I started transitioning into virgin hair. So once I transitioned to virgin hair, I was still wearing sew-ins, but then... When I got to college, my freshman year at college, I was just like, damn, I'm my people. I didn't have a job asking my people for money for someone's. And I'm just mm-hmm. like, I'm about to keep, I need to learn how to do something else. Then I started learning how to make wigs. I started making you part wigs in 2014. I made my first wig in my dorm. And there I just kind of progressed. I learned how to make closure wigs. And then I just start seeing my hair just start growing. I'm just like, all right, I like <laughs> Yeah, I like this a lot. When you leave your hair alone, you moisturize it, and um, you it's like low manipulation, moisture, and no heat. Your hair is going to fucking grow. And yeah. once I was down packed, I'm just like, shit, I can start telling this to everybody so they can know, like, hey, your hair is it's not like your hair is not growing. Because I feel like a lot of women get that idea that their hair just don't grow. They just not retaining the length. Your hair grows mm-hmm. uh, at least an inch but if you always flat ironing your hair you're not protective styling it you always manipulating it of course you're not gonna see that length you're not gonna see the growth so i just really try to advocate for people like hey if you actually leave your hair alone maybe put some braids in your hair or maybe get a wig you will eventually see growth in your hair you know what i'm saying so i think it was just a combination of having a goal for myself of, of trying to grow that damage out and then also trying to tell people like, hey, you know, it's not just my hair. You can grow your hair out too. And I think once I actually, uh, like maybe around 2015, that was like my last major haircut. I got it like neck length. And then maybe like 
I think in 2017, my hair was way longer. I was just telling people, like, look, I, I need for y'all to just know, like, this is not just a drill for my hair. If I can do it, anybody can do it. So I just really be wanting black women specifically, not no youths, not no white people, not no non-black people of color, black women specifically who struggle with their own hair and growing their hair. Like, hey, you can grow your shit out, period. It ain't just me. Anybody can do it as long as you dedicated to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think um, I was going to take some pictures and because Ace is phenomenal with the media and social stuff. So I was going to send her stuff because righteously, <laughs> so I um, my hair... I cut my hair in 20... I've always had long hair. I've always had long hair. In 2016, I cut it. Like, on some... I broke up with this nigga. Let me cut my shit. Stupid. She hated stupid. it. It I was cut cute. My she hair, just hated it. But, but, I felt, but I feel what you're saying. I felt like my hair... My hair did not grow for two years. Like, my hair just stayed, like, here, righteously. So, so last year, I was just like, you know what? Like, I know that I can get my hair to grow because it's grown before. So, I literally went through a whole hair journey. And I promise you, I did exactly what you said. I keep braids in my hair. I literally have two stylists. I have one stylist in the shop that will wash my hair, deep condition it, and she'll fly down there for me. But then I also have another stylist that just braid my hair specifically. That's it. And I've mm-hmm. been doing that for a year. And literally, my hair has been to, like, right here to the limb that it is now it's poofy but it's you know what i'm saying it's growing back and it's thick it's voluminous yeah it's, mm-hmm. it's thick it's thick yeah. so you know what i'm saying but for like you said i and i can attest that i can be attested that it's true if you leave your hair alone and just like braid it up and just oil it it will grow and then for us one thing about this is what i love about us like our our hair is that righteously the dirtier the better you want your hair to get literally you scratch your hair you be like oh yeah see mm -hmm, it's time to wash because my shit about to be popping listen to me i when i made my first i think i made my first hair vlog on my channel i don't even know if it was my first hair vlog but i remember it was one of my hair videos i was just like yeah i left my braids in for like three months and i didn't wash my braids and somebody commented under it under my video that was like that's gross that you don't wash your hair. <laughs> no it's like, not. I'm like at the end of the day like oily dirty hair grows faster you got the nutrients you got all of the essential oils coming producing from your hair naturally and it's naturally going down your hair like i don't want to sh- <laughs> i don't want to strip i don't want to strip my of the natural oils mm-hmm. Like I'm okay with having to pat my head like a goddamn mad woman having to scratch my head at night. I'm okay with that because I know my shit is growing. Mm-hmm. And that's funny. Literally, when I tell you, because like I said, I've been following your YouTube and your Instagram for a while, and just seeing your hair growth, your hair journey, and I literally would send my friend your pictures. I'm like, look, girl, not 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 cartel, but my friend, um, she's trying to grow her hair out, and I'm like, look. This is what she says. You want to start wearing wigs, what you need to do, blah, blah. She's like, well, I, I can't just not wash over three months. I said, yes, you can. You don't wash your, I'm like, I have, my, I literally cut my hair off. My hair was this short mm-hmm. two years mm-hmm. ago. My hair is, mm-hmm. I literally wore braids. When my hair was long enough to grip for braids, I put braids in my hair. I've had braids in my hair for two years, just continuously getting them. My hair is grown. My hair is longer than her hair, and she's been trying to grow her hair out. I'm like, you just got to stop doing so much to your hair. Stop. Let it grow. Every fucking week, literally, girl. Every week, wear some goddamn protective styles. Wear some natural styles. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
people don't want to sacrifice. People don't want to sacrifice the, the the instant gratification of having straight hair. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. if you sacrifice for three months, and I ain't gonna lie, I I be telling people like, look, I straighten my hair maybe like I'll say maybe like three times a year max. I've already hit my second time this year, so the next time I straighten my hair is probably gonna be in the fall. You know what I'm saying? And that's normally how it goes for me. But before I started my hair journey, bitch, I was at wrapping my hair. I was straightening <laughs> mm. my hair morning before school. Do you understand? Was- but listen, that's deep. People don't understand how important it is to wrap your hair. If you don't wrap your hair, it's going to fuck up. So you're it's naturally going to need to get it done again. And you know motherfuckers ain't got silk pillowcases. If you don't want to wrap your hair, at least have silk sheets. Look, yes. sleep on a, a silk pillowcase. I don't put a bonnet on no more. Not I no don't nigga. have time. I don't not feel like look, it. Look, not no nigga. Now we go over his house and he got the <laughs> pillowcases. You be like, um, bitch, I'm amazing. If you don't have no silk on these hoes. You feel me? They got that rough-ass 50-count thread sheet cotton. That's that. a 50-count. If they got a pillow, but we ain't going to get on that. We is not going to get me. One solid pillow. Solid. <laughs> that he need. Um, you don't see me? You don't you don't you, see me? You feel me? So I didn't You're know to do that. Look, wrap your fucking hair. Wrap it, wrap it up. Preserve that shit. Like when you get in the shower, I double wrap my shit. I got my scarf on, <laughs> I got my bonnet, and I got a shower cap. I'll probably even put a plastic bag on my shit. Dead asses. No moisture my hair especially if i'm trying to preserve it mm. i think most recent time when i straighten my hair once i sweat that shit out i'm just like look i'm not even about to put no more heat in it i'm just about to twist my shit and then once that got old i'm just like fuck i'm just about to um i'm just about to wet my hair and wear a wash and go yeah and I, um so on top of that just having that discipline to not always want to put heat in your hair a lot of women ain't got that mm-hmm. they just like oh shit i see a little puff I see a little thickness. I'm about to straighten. I ain't gonna lie. I kind of did that when I straightened my hair this most recent time. Maybe like the first three days. Like, I'll I'll see a little puffiness at the roots. I'll hit it with the fly iron. Oh, I'm and good I just, for that. I'll look at myself. I just be like, look. This is <laughs> no, for real. <laughs> for real, I got my hair done Monday. And I no, I got my hair done Tuesday. And I probably, like, hit it, touched it up. But today... We was getting, we was like, I'm like, oh, let me touch it up for the camera. But then I was like, man, listen, people have to take me for who I am because and I'm not, she not, worked out I'm two not, days in a row. Yeah, I've been working out. I'm not about to burn my hair for you, for motherfuckers. If you, if you, <laughs> oh, look at her hair. Oh, look at my hair, bitch. Because I'm not about to burn my shit for y'all. Your, shit look, your hair looks good. Thank I think you. when I, when I sweated my hair out, it was just like instant root puffy. Mm-hmm. I get root puffiness. My, I can't work out. See, mine I can't from, work mine out with my press hair. Mine is from the back. Mm. It's puffy in the back. Like, up here, it'll be straight. But, like, from the Mm-mm. back, I sweat up here. Yeah. My, That's why I sweat. My shit start at the root, so I'll be looking like... That'd be my neck. <laughs> so I just be like, look, I maybe two to three years of trying to grow out some heat damage. I'm not mm. about to damage. Woo! That yeah, heat she, damage is a bitch. You <laughs> know? Like, this is maybe the first, no, I won't even say the first time, because, like, I really was wearing wash and goes in 2016, but my curl pattern in this year is so defined, I would feel like a fucking clown if I ever straightened my hair to the point where I lost my curl. Oh, I would be, I would cry. 
I'm never going back to that shit. I, would, I honestly feel like even when I blow, I'm like, oh shit, I don't want to blow dry my hair because I'm losing my curl pattern my way. I don't do it that often. But you know I mean? it's just like I love my curl pattern so much. Once I learned it, figured out the products, I'm like, my hair is amazing. It's beautiful. Like, I don't even want to trade my hair. I shave my hair once a year only because I wear braids and I like, I used to wear wigs literally consistently for what, like two years? Yeah. I wore wigs two, for two years my, and my hair grew. Yeah. Literally, my, I will watch literally you, huh? your YouTube, everybody's for YouTube. I will watch videos consistently making my wigs. I wore wigs faithfully. I had them hanging up in my closet. It was, I had names. It was like Isis. I had, like, I had names for my wig. Then she, then, and it got funny because at one point we'd be like, well, bitch, your hair longer than the wigs you're wearing. What is you? <laughs> but I cut it. I cut it because, like, shit was starting to happen. I was like, God damn it. I was stressing out. Niggas pissing me off. My hair started falling out. And we go straight to our hair. We go straight to I our hair. I cut my hair. I just cut it. Yeah, women, um, whenever a woman cuts their hair, they about to change their life. I cut and it. I- women go through some traumatic ass shit i mean yeah y'all naturally target y'all hair because y'all about to turn into a whole new bitch all right this bitch in this new chapter we not about to be the same bitch from last chapter so if i got long that past chapter we about to go to a short short bob bitch because he about to be somebody else you about to have a whole something was fucking me up just i was like i get rid of shit i i was hanging on to shit my this is not i'm like it don't look right and i felt like i needed to wear clippings like so i was still wearing my natural hair mm-hmm. so i started wearing curly clippings i was like i felt so insecure about my real hair just just falling out i wore clippings and everyone like, oh your hair looks so cute i want long hair you know what it's my hair but it wasn't and my mind shit is falling out this is depressing mm-hmm. what the fuck mm-hmm. i cut it shit off and i felt the prettiest with having no hair literally right. men would come up to me and be like oh my god you're so they literally would say you're so beautiful you're an african queen what w- um where's your tribe my nigga i don't know i'm black i don't know my african tribe yet i gotta figure that out i don't know i feel like this is the utmost compliment is you don't have any hair to hide behind <sighs> do you do you remember it's uh 2009 when chris tucker made good hair yeah, documentary. That was a yep. great documentary. I feel like people need to. We need to revamp that and make that again because it was it was phenomenal in two thousand nine, and and I felt like it was it was one of those things where it was a step, like for people to actually go to a movie theater and see this is what black girls do. And honestly, like seeing that perm shit, I was like, whoa! Like I didn't know it was that bad for your hair or in yeah, your head. So like yeah. I think that that's the one big thing too. Like girl, um. Lexis, make a documentary. <laughs> you should make a documentary. Look, I actually want to manifest like that. Like, if I can get in contact with motherfucking Chris Tucker, like, <laughs> revamp version of good hair and make me your face mm-hmm. to try to bring forth the new, the new information. Because 2009, that was fucking 11 years ago. You know what I'm saying? Like, shit, when it comes to hair, like, perms at all-time low. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Black women are embracing their natural textures. I love that shit. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like women are finally looking at changing the narrative of what good hair is. Yeah. I be trying to like, I ain't gonna lie. Like with the older generation, I they be a lost cause. I like, give up. I give yeah, up. They <laughs> lost cause. I be telling older people like. Cause I'll wear my hair in my wash and goals and shit like that, and they'll be calling my hair nappy, and I'm just like, oh, like delete that word from your vocabulary. Like, nappy has negative connotation to it. It does. 
has such a negative connotation to it and people internalize that shit so much and like i said we so far gone i won't say we because i i've been breaking that conditioning i don't refer to a woman's kinky hair as nappy yeah um, like how you say kinky you say coarse like oh her is just coarse it's kinky yeah. like it's it's more textured it's not nappy other words you can use instead of using fucking nappy i learned how to break that conditioning but i think that with the older generation they so fucking far gone i i do give up i do give up because it's just like it's like because older people you talk to to an older person it's like well i grew up like x y and and this is what was happening when i was young which was fucking 70 years ago and they hate us millennials i just really i think what the the main thing right now is just building up the future the future of the children you know what i'm saying like and i mean i don't know like i don't want kids right now but I'll be looking at women that are having kids and I'm just hoping that they instill in very healthy self-talk about their hair. You know what I'm saying? Don't be telling your kids their hair is nappy. I'm be telling kids their hair look like a Brillo pad or that they need to perm. Because women, mm-hmm. I mean, black kids really internalize. They be so young. Young children are like sponges. They mm-hmm. absorb all the information around them. So I, I remember reading a post one day and this grown lady, she was just like, yeah, the six-year-old girl came up to me when I was wearing my hair natural. And she was like, girl, why you ain't do your hair? You know, we can't be walking around looking nappy-headed like this. And it's like coming from a six-year-old girl. She heard mm-hmm. that. You know what I'm saying? And I, I don't know. Like, I just, this world is fucked up. <laughs> like, I mean, that's really all I can say about it. This world is fucked up. White people are the blame. <laughs> White like, uh, and it depends on who you talk to because black people try to make it seem like we the blame and I'm just like how yeah, I, I ain't gonna lie I'm about to hit y'all with a hard ER cool niggers are very detrimental and controversial to the living of African Americans you feel they me are, for sure out here that's on cake shuck jive motherfucking all of that shit for white folks against their own people. You know what I'm saying? And I was talking about this show on my post yesterday. Like, look, at the end of the day, when it comes to the, the rise of black people, it comes from putting black people first. All of that, oh, we all one race, the human race, and we gotta love everybody. Fuck that. Fuck all of that. At the end of the day, we not gonna get nowhere until we prioritize black people as yeah. a whole. So yeah. if you owe whole space for white people if you always gonna have a concern for how white people view you and oh we gotta look good because that's why white people be treating us like that shut the fuck up that's exactly how the fuck i be feeling because at the end of the day white people i I mean of course you got some white people that's cool but naturally it's already ingrained and it's passed through dna yeah you've racism bigotry all that shit is passed through dna and it's also taught you know what I'm saying? So until uh, that's why I don't be paying no attention to them cool ass motherfuckers. Like, okay, you want to chuck and job for these motherfuckers that wouldn't piss on you if you was on fire? You go right ahead. Give a damn but, about you. Uh, fuck. But me, on the other hand, I'm, I'm standing up for my black folks. Yeah. Period. It is what it is. You got um, you got some cool motherfuckers that just be like, oh well, um, 
if black people didn't do this and black people didn't do that, bitch, do you not fucking understand? We got over 400 fucking years of conditioning. That's the but reason. But to them, that's an excuse. That's our excuse. Yeah, you I, say I, I, it I, as an excuse. I and just it's had not. this conversation with a guy and he was basically saying, because I was, because I basically had the same thing at the beginning where we said, like, you know, I was like, you know, we were trained for this, this, that, and the third. And he just was like, well, you know, I just feel like you, you making a bunch of excuses. Like, you take your excuses. And I got, and we, and he was like, well, I feel like you being offended. And I was like, I kind of am getting offended because for me, I'm an educated black woman. I did what I had to do so I can stay on track. I travel the world. I go out. I don't, I don't let that shit keep me in the box. But at the end of the day, I should be able to sit down with my black people and just be like, hey, this shit sucks. Because if you can't go to Bella No Chase, then where can you go? So if I, said- I fucking feel you. And at the end of the day, even just you bringing up to a man, I'm not... I, look, I love men, but niggas are stupid. Okay, niggas ain't got the range. They, they, I love it some black men, but niggas are stupid. Okay, no, like what are you saying? They stupid. They ain't got the depth. They ain't got the range. They ain't got the perception. They ain't got the observance. They ain't got the objectivity. Everything is purely subjective when it comes to a black man. And I won't say for all black men, but a good group of them are highly subjective when it comes to racial matters. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. a lot of them niggas be so fucking dense that that's why I that's why I be conditioning myself. Like, look, as long as I know what the fuck I'm talking about, mm-hmm. it don't matter. Because I'm not about to let no nigga mansplain me about fucking hair textures and, and why they think that uh, girls' hair, girls with 4C hair shouldn't be natural, but girls with a, with a 3A and a, a 2B hair, they should be natural. I'm like, nigga, I don't give a fuck about what the fuck you got to say because at the end of the day, them same niggas that can't get no haircuts <laughs> during this pandemic that's letting them be the bees grow out. Mm, and they trying to find the I find somebody that's gonna love them with no fucking hairline, no fresh haircut with them beat like I said, them fresh ass beat the Or they got them little things in their beards, beards looking all nasty. Wait, ew. They holding lint in the motherfuckers. They holding rolling around that. They holding spit. They hold all that nasty ass shit in them bitches. And they wanna find but they also want to talk about how bitches with 4C hair shouldn't be going natural. Nigga, fuck you. At the end of the day, fuck you. At the end of the day, because your ass would not be looking like the cream of the fucking crop if you didn't have somebody to be cutting your shit. Because when you let when these niggas be letting their hair grow, they be realizing they shit look exactly like the people's <laughs> who hair they be bashing. Listen, I think it was it was even embracing black culture or um neighborhood talk too. They did like a slideshow of people, right? Of, bro, I think it was embracing break of dudes, and they like before and after they haircut. Woo. Yo, Woo. yo, they like homeless bums before they disgusting. At least it was women one know how to put that shit in a ponytail, make it look decent. It was one nigga on there. I had to watch the video twice Mm-mm. because he was so fucking fine. They after, be catfishing after. us for real. They the ones who be nigga, catfishing what is, us. What is, how did you do that? Like, first of all, they beards don't connecting. Let's start there. They beards don't be connecting. Wait, you said that one more time, like You said what? They beards do not be connecting. Mm. No, it be like do and the bitch go oom and it go do. Like, you feel me? Like they shit do not be connecting. They be having the goddamn pubic hair on their face. It be. Sp- <sighs> 
You feel me? And, and hairlines be got me. I'm jagged edge and that bitch. <laughs> jagged edge. I'm going with you. They be fucked. They be fucked up. But then they just, uh, this is why, like I said, I don't hate men. Men serve a purpose. Mm. But stupid. Yeah, niggas. It's niggas. It's niggas. Niggas are stupid as fuck. And the fact that they be having such high standards about how women, how they women should look, how women should carry themselves, how they should dress, da da da. But you see a nigga on a bad day, you think that you gotta throw that nigga a fucking quarter or some shit so he can maintain his liveliness on the street. (laughs) No, for real. I don't be want to hear, if you don't look like you can grace the covers of GQ when you in quarantine, I don't want to hear shit about your opinion on women, period. You feel me? Niggas, and, and, and I feel like this is a part of misogyny in this world because men are allowed to be ugly. Men are, it's okay for men to be ugly. Yeah. Men can still find a partner while still being a fucking 2.5 on the scale up to 10, okay? Okay. But if you got, if you got a woman that's classified as a goddamn three, she got them. She she she's having a struggle trying to maintain some regular ass respect from men. Not even trying to find a partner, but just human respect. Niggas will disrespect the fuck out of a woman that they don't find conventionally attractive. You know what I'm saying? But when it comes to niggas, these niggas can look like my asshole and just. <laughs> And be accepted and, and, and be able to walk the fucking earth without having to deal with problems. <laughs> no, for real. I, we were talking about that the other day. I just said, as a woman, it's crazy because you go get your nose done, you go get your boobs done, you got to get your butt done, you got to get everything sucked in. Meanwhile, if you look at some of these actors, you'll be like, bro, they as a, but, but, you know, they'll say that, like, when a woman get old, like, that, that's it for you. You had your prime when you was real beautiful, but as a man, you can still act and be old mm-hmm. and still have, and be a, a, a prime, a candidate. prime, yeah, prime candidate because you're a fucking man and you can just be old, you so it's okay for it. You can grow your yeah. gray hair and look and look good or feel yeah. like you look good. And it's much you can't do that. It's misogyny and it's patriarchy. Patriarchy is the goddamn poison of this world. Because at the end, at the, end of the day, the way I feel is um, I think that okay, you got some men that be still on on the same shit with the salt and pepper look, but women still be just as fucking beautiful. Yeah, I love women with gray hair. I think it's the beautiful. I think that is so beautiful when a woman it just lets her gray hair just grow. It's beautiful. We got like fat boy SSE, like all these fat niggas that just got all this money. But as soon as like, but then they want to like clown Lizzo. Then they want to clown. It's just I forgot the other girl. It's another girl on Instagram. Ooh. She just do, do like encouraging messages, but she's a bigger woman. Oh, um, to, not to, uh, I'm talking about. Not you talking about the girl with the long nails? Yes. She knows. She was a. She was on Instagram before these girls was popping. I remember yeah. her. I remember her from like 2014 type yes. shit. Yeah, I remember her. Yeah. And, and, and I saw a Twitter topic about that. Like, if you go through a, the comments on a fat nigga Instagram, you ain't going to see women on there like, put on a shirt, you ugly as fuck, you morbidly fat, but you go on Lizzo shit and you're going to see niggas tearing her the fuck down. Like, just hate it like like on some damn like is everything okay at home type shit but at the end of the day what the way i feel is i mean you got people that just naturally are fat phobic 
You got fat phobic motherfuckers in this yeah. bitch. I and think we, the world is fat phobic, to be honest with you, because we can look at a natural, I mean, a, a skinny girl or a girl who maybe, let's say, thicker, who may have had some work done, but like, oh my God, she got on this little string bikini. That's acceptable. Lizzo can't yeah. come out with showing a new picture of her covering her boobs and think it's acceptable. We're like, oh my God, that's disgusting. Yeah, yeah. Put clothes on. I just be like, look, I don't give a fuck. Like, if, if you, it don't matter what size you are. Like, I'm not just about to go out my way and try to degrade you on social media because I just think that shit is just, that shit is just so fucking lame. Like, at the end of the day, people who feel comfortable in their bodies, they have every single right to feel that way. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And the fact that it bothers you so much, niggas just don't actually sit and ask themselves, why am I so bothered that she is so comfortable with her body? She's so comfortable with being able yeah. to show her yeah. or not. And that's why I be saying, like, motherfuckers just stupid. And it ain't just limited to niggas. You got bitches out here that's just as hateful and just as mean-spirited. I be seeing some mean-hearted ass women on the internet, and I just be like, bitch, who pissed in your Cheerios? real yeah. like yeah. who made who the the, the but that, that's that insecurity coming out man look i just be like i don't know i i just move different you know what i'm saying like and i feel like it's kind of like a combination of trying to hold people to the standard that i hold myself to like hey if i don't like something i see on social media i can just keep scrolling and i kind of be wishing a lot of people would do that because i guarantee you if a lot of people actually upheld that standard it really wouldn't be no hateful ass messages yeah, sure. anyway you know and like we just i ain't gonna don't get me wrong though some shit i ain't talking about people's bodies i'm just talking about period if there's some shit that needs to be spoken on it can be spoken on but if you're speaking on somebody's appearance mm-hmm. that ain't really it ain't gonna help you sleep better at night if you try to degrade somebody it's just like why even go through all of that shit to even say some mean ass shit i don't know like yeah like- i gotta put you down to make me myself feel better and righteously i never really understood that because if i put and i guess it's just wrong because if i put her down that don't make me feel better. You know what I'm saying? I just feel like an asshole. Like, damn, I should probably shouldn't have did that. Like, my bad. You know what I'm saying? It don't make me feel better about myself. What makes me feel better about somebody, if I could be like, hey, bro, you know, you look beautiful today. And somebody be like, damn. Like, I made you hey, feel I needed that because you never know when you say something to somebody. Just a simple, I be telling people, just a simple, hey, how you doing? To me? Like, thank you. Like, people don't be understanding that transference of energy. Like, just that that good-ass vibe that you got. Just be telling somebody, like, hey, you know, I hope you have a good day. You know, you look really good today. And I be telling motherfuckers, I be like, you know what? You look good as fuck today. Like, yes. and and people be eating that up because it's just a little shit it's a little bit because we don't do that and especially as women we don't do that i do not give a fuck about seeing somebody in something raw as fucking being like girl you did that sis yes bitch work you know what i'm saying (laughs) i don't have a problem with that but it seems like some women do like i I ain't gonna let her know she look good why Why not not? what's the problem like uh, a lot of women like it, it really be like that that trying to hold the upper hand type thing you know like nah i'm gonna be gassing her up too much like nah like look i'm the best gas me if i and i know you look good i'm gonna be like girl like you you really look good as fuck and i'm feeling your whole vibe right now and i see how women's faces be lighting up Mm -hmm. i'm just like this is this should be the norm yeah yeah 
and I and I think that that's what's important about like you know every basically everything that we've been talking about is you know having that self awareness to to encourage other people because it make you it'll make you feel good to make others feel good because then you realize like I don't have anything internally that I feel bad about because I can like give that to somebody else and not feel like it took away from me just because yeah. I'm telling you that you pretty and you look good does, does not mean, mean I don't feel like don't I'm feel pretty me. and I look good. But yeah. I just want to let you know, sis, them shoes are sucks. Okay, I see you. I feel like it, it, it is the thing with women who feel like they, when they appreciate another woman's beauty, it takes away from their own. But that's a, I ain't gonna lie, that's a personal issue. It really is. Yeah, for sure. That's a personal issue. Like, if I tell you you look good as fuck, it's because I'm acknowledging you as an individual. You look good as fuck. I feel like any woman would love to hear that, especially from another woman. Like, okay, nigga, women like to get complimented by men, but oh, then men. Fuck that. I like when women compliment me. I, I love that shit. Like, because I just be like, damn, like, she see me and she ain't afraid to say it. You okay. Know? You know, and I don't know. I That's when, how I move. When that's I was. When I, I went to school in Alabama, and one thing that I had a group of friends, and one one thing my friend, she taught me was if, and, and it just wasn't just the only time she did it, but she just felt like, if if I see you with your boyfriend, I'm going to pump you up and say, hey, girl, you look good, you look good, because I want him to know that he's standing next to a baddie. So I do that with all my friends. If they with they nigga, I'm like, ooh, girl, I see you with that, I see you with that, because I want him to know, like, you with her, and she looking good, because honestly sometimes it is nice to hear somebody compliment you and then you be like okay you know what i'm saying and then your nigga like yeah. okay and then he's like oh yeah you do got them shoes you know what i'm saying so i i all oh, I'll, I'll encourage her anytime but when she were i'm gonna gas you all the way up because i want him to know you with a baddie you a queen you feel me yeah i fucking i really feel that like my best friend um my best friend she's in the navy she lives uh she lives in california right now but when we first uh, became roommates in 2013, she was not the woman that she is now. Like she mm-hmm. was a lot tomboyish. She wasn't. She wasn't really tapped into her femininity. But I would really tell her, I'm like, look, you're my roommate. You're a reflection of me at this point. I'm gonna need you to step into your bad bitch <laughs> right now. Like I need you to really feel that you are. That you know that you are capable of being a bad bitch and emulating the the energy of a bad bitch. And ever since then, look back, okay? She the wigs be on point, makeup be on point, you know. And she is she exudes that energy that she didn't exude back then. So I be really just feeling like, hey, when I tell women that they look good and just seeing that that brightness from mm-hmm. within lights them up that should be making me feel good you know what i'm saying and i feel like if more women really were um were capable of feeling like they could compliment other women and know that it doesn't take away from their own beauty yeah the 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 cattiness the catty stereotype against women will really be dissipated you know what i'm saying but i ain't gonna lie to you it's some women in this world that live off the cattiness yeah superiority complex and shit like that and Mm -hmm. i don't i don't associate with them type of women you know what i'm feel like you too good let people know that they look good or you know it's always a one-sided thing people can always tell you how good you look but you won't ever you know disperse that elsewhere it's like i don't women like that you know what i'm saying i i to be a gas let's make it a gasoline party we all get gasoline (laughs) i like that yeah so 
Yes, I appreciate. Listen, we appreciate your insight. This part was like the best I, I think this is probably gonna go. This is one of this is our top three. This is one of our top three. You know, we got a we got a toxicity <laughs> episode, and that shit crazy. We gonna have to get you on that and talk oh, about that. But um, <laughs> I I just really want to say thank you. You know what I'm saying? We've been we've been doing this podcast for about a year, so we just trying to get it off. And I just appreciate that you came on and as an expert of hair, you've been doing this. You know, you can't you your parents you came from hair, so you you know you got that and that and that and your hair number one is laid. Thank it's you. always laid. Makeup is popping always. I knew who's gonna come on here popping regardless. Lashes. I have to tell we see you, you sis. Like, you are here doing. We see you sis. Okay, good. Thank yes. you. Yes. Like, I really, really appreciate you reaching out to me about the podcast because I ain't gonna lie, you're the only person that reached out to me about being mm. a guest on the podcast and like I said I was just going through my message request and then I actually opened it and I was just like oh shit this is an actual invitation to be on a podcast of course and I'm, I'm glad you opened it you know me like yeah, I'm 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 not one of them people that's just like oh they got a whole bunch of followers type shit you know what I'm saying like I believe that everybody starts off at wherever they at and just because you got a whole lot of followers don't mean you got a whole lot of engagement that's true you said it all so, the time I'm just like, when I read it, I'm just like, shit, I'm really fucking with this. I'm trying to be honest. And I think I, when I went on y'all podcast page, I screenshotted that uh, picture y'all posted about the types of toxic people. And it was funny because me and my friends was having a whole conversation about toxic people and just seeing the names and shit like that. And then actually being here today and then seeing how y'all so on brand with the roast, with the light, medium, and the dark. <laughs> Ooh, I'm like, I fuck with this. I really thank fuck you. with this. Thank you. Thank you. Really, I'm very appreciative that y'all reached out to me to do this. And like I said, it's, it, everything happens for a reason. You know what I'm That's saying? True. Like, shit, the worst thing she could do is say no or just read the message. And you went and sent it anyways. As soon as I saw that bitch, I'm like, I'm there. Like, I'm right there and there. I'm trying to see what this shit is popping for. I, and it's I, not I, your last. It's not your first not, last. You got more. Not. We gonna all We gotta take a trip out to Michigan. Come out there. That ain't that far. Because we in Ohio, sis. Yeah, we so that ain't that far from us. Listen to me. I think that I think that having a podcast with you two, and then when, whenever I get back with my friend, my best friend, because she's supposed to be coming in from the Navy. Um, she's supposed to be visiting like in July. Let us but, know that if we were to all collectively do a podcast because we be on that spiritual shit too you know what yeah, i'm saying yeah look we are i ain't just a surface level type of bitch like yeah. i can dive i can dive into the ocean of substance yeah and i want people to know i'm not just hair and i'm not just makeup like i got mm-hmm. a brain i have intellect and mm-hmm. i think right here right now that was a real showcase of mm-hmm. showing yes not just their looks. Like, we actually have mentalities. We have actual fucking personas and mm-hmm. brains. You know, execute, actually express that shit. Like I said, I'm, I'm in love. I, I love this shit. I'm very happy. I'm, I love y'all vibes. I love how we've been vibing with our conversations, yeah. how it's been bouncing off, no awkward shit. Mm-hmm. I, I love y'all energy, so I really, really appreciate y'all for bringing me on here. Thank you for it. We, I really am like, I don't want to say I'm a fan, but I really do. I'm a fan. I'm, I just appreciate your, your, your authenticity. I can't say the fucking word. I appreciate it. I seriously, I did that. And the thing is that you're, you're younger than me, like way younger than me, but 
you have a mature mind. Yes. So yeah. for me, that's what attracted me to you for the most part, like with your with everything from wigs, makeup, intellect, everything. Like when I sent your page to her, I was like, look, I want to, she wants to be on it. I'm like, this is why I want to have her on her. Not because of her, the wigs and everything. I'm like, no, she really dives deep into conversation. Mm -hmm. It's not just the surface with her. Mm -hmm. She dives yeah. deep. I hate surface level conversation. I ain't gonna lie to you. I hate small talk. I want to talk about the shit that matters. I want to know how we've grown that. Yeah, we've like why are we talking about this? What are y'all? I'll be thirty in October. I just turned twenty-six. Yeah, girl, I'm old. Don't you thought she was older than me? Yeah. <laughs> everyone, I ain't gonna lie. It's probably because I'm childish as fuck. But everyone thinks she's older than me. I don't I know why. Me and you look like we can be the same age, but then again, black don't crack. Black yeah. don't crack. That and that could be, you know, what? that could be it. So it's just probably because, and then, older. but people think she about <laughs> about your age, don't you think? Because you what twenty six? Yeah. People think she about twenty. They think I'm like 20, 20, 24, 25. I'm like, you know what? Maybe that's what it is. I just look young, and sh we look around the same age. I, I really think it's the glasses. I ain't gonna lie to you. The glasses. I wear glasses too, Lex. Like, I got glasses and niggas still think I'm younger. Lex, I'm going to tell you why. Sis, it's this upper body. You feel me? It's this upper body. It's her titties. You feel me? I don't have titties. I got booty. I don't have titties. I don't have one letter. I don't have two letters. I got three letters when I put this thing on, baby. That's it. Look, I, I would never guess. I would never guess that you about to turn 30. I ain't going to lie to you. So I appreciate it, but I'll be 30 in October. No, I ain't going to lie to you. Oh. Ain't nobody gonna believe you. <laughs> Look, my D. Nobody ever, nobody no ever believes me. her. And they, no they always think me. I'm lying. They be like, no, you actually the oldest. And I'll be I'm like, like, I'm no. not the oldest. I'm younger. Like, yeah, like, so I ain't gonna lie to you. That's, um, that, just be grateful. I know you grateful for that already, but you, you don't look uh, inched. And I ain't gonna say, I mean, I feel like as, being in our 20s naturally we associate 30 as being old yeah and it's not and it's not old at all but still white people be aging like old milk and bananas you know what i'm saying they be like, looking you said how old were you how old are you uh, no 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 sis karen yeah. karen what did you say <laughs> seven they be like i'm 27 look at every little bit Whew. of 40 Mm. Like, girl, shut up. You know you didn't raise three kids. Like, no, it's just me. It's just you. Feel me? Like, they be, got, they be having them deep-ass fucking under-eye circles. The, the feet. Sinking in. You feel Ooh. me? Like, it's yeah. So terrible. Look, keep you doing, keep being unproblematic, keep spewing love, you know. And let go of fuck niggas. Yes, and, and let go. And let them go. Well, you gonna keep that shit. You gonna be looking fucking twenty five at sixty. Period. I, so. I wholeheartedly go. Period. I be telling people. She is because her mama look good for her age, so she it running. It running the family. You feel me? Because I be I'm I'm twenty four mm -hmm. in November, mm -hmm. and I get carded everywhere I go. Mm -hmm. Every I go, and I mean right now I got on my wig and I got on my makeup and shit like that. But when I'm wigless and I'm makeupless, I be looking like. Every bit of fifteen. No, sis, you look eighteen right now. You could, you been, know, you definitely you said eighteen, young. and I would have been like, okay, yeah. When you said, but I at least thought you was. I thought just because of maturing everything, I thought you was twenty. I thought she was like my age. I thought she was my. It, age. 
yeah, but I'm 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 only 24, you know. I'll be 25 in, in November 23rd. But I appreciate when people say that my mentality is mature. I don't like to come off as childish. Don't get me wrong. I am a child at my core. I, I honor my inner child. Uh, yeah, but a a a 100% stern ass, serious all the time as adult. But when it comes to the shit that matters and yeah. really getting gritty. I can center in on it, you know what and, I'm saying? And like you said, and like I was saying, we just, you outgrow things, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I can still have fun and ch- and be childish with you and laugh and joke, and we can make jokes about certain things, but when it comes to serious topics, it's like, deeper than that. Like, can you really get yeah, into really a deep conversation? conversation? And sometimes yeah. you cut people off who can't get into those deep conversations where it's like, you don't want to talk about what's going on in the world, you just feel like you can't do it. Why not? Man, I done cut off friends that can only keep up with topics that happen on the shade room right because if you can't talk about the shit that's happening in depth i have nothing to talk to you about like i'm not about to sit up here and talk to you about celebrity gossip i don't give a fuck about them motherfuckers and that's why our podcast is not about celebrity gossip because we 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 enjoy it when it's there I don't want to talk about it 24 7 because I can see it myself. Why come back and talk about it again? What's Especially the point? on the podcast. Like, our podcast is not that we are, ba- we are strictly a lifestyle podcast. Like, if you ever get a chance, we are like at every type of like streaming platform, but we we don't talk about celebrities. Like, if we talk about it, we We're might break them up. Like I said, them. like I referenced Doja Cat or something. But to mm-hmm. just sit out we and have, have a whole episode about a celebrity? Yeah, you f- that's why it I don't just be- do it for me. Like, okay, we can mention it, but if this is your whole, if, if this is the only conversation you can hold with me, you can mm-hmm. you can keep up with me about, then we, we just can't be friends. I let go of a friend like two years ago because she just didn't have no depth. Mm-hmm. She didn't have, I ain't feel bad about it at all because shit, like I, I'm, I, I don't make myself out to be better than anybody, but if I got more depth and more substance than you, I ain't got no, I don't have no shame in admitting that. And if you can't help me grow, then we exactly we what's the point? If, and then if you don't want me to help you grow, like yeah. you don't want to learn about this, you don't want to understand it. With this specific person, it'll be times where I'll bring up like I'll bring up uh it's the I can't even think of how to pronounce this fucking word. Like, you know, on is getting to me. I'll be thinking of some some very deep shit, and the conversation just kind of mellow out. It'll just kind of die down. I'm just like, bitch, you supposed to back and forth with me. Dive deep into it. Like, what are you doing? Yeah, so I, I completely agree. So, like I said, I, that's why I, I enjoy this. I enjoy this podcast because we talking about shit that matters. We talk about shit with depth, substance, and not no petty ass bullshit. Yes, for sure. So again, we appreciate you being on here. Um, every time we kind we kind of end our podcast, we have an espresso shot. And today, because you are Ace's favorite, and I'll say that Ace has always shown me your stuff and talked about you, so I'm really happy you, that you came on because she, oh, yeah, look at her yeah, hair, yeah. look at her wig, you like watch her, her YouTube. You like her other best friend. That's why I'm glad to get to know you. I have like five YouTube no, sisters that I watch consistently. Do you follow me? Yeah. No, not you. Oh, well, she uses the podcast. I don't have have on a hiatus from social media because years ago, yeah, it was years ago. But it was fucking with my mental. It was fucking with my mental, so I had to get off it. So I follow both pages. Your oh yeah, and the podcast page, yeah. But 
Yeah, for sure. So usually yeah. when we end, we have an espresso shot, and it's just kind of like a quote or something that we looked up. So Ace got our espresso shot of the day. So let me, she going to read it. So our espresso shot, um, basically, I think you referenced the Solange, Solange song, Don't Touch My Hair, is mainly just the first, I think it's the chorus of the song, mm-hmm. Don't Touch My Hair, when it's the feeling I wear, don't touch my soul, when it's the rhythm I know, don't touch my crown. They say the virgin I found, don't touch what's there when it's the feeling I wear. Basically, because this conversation, like you said, beauty is is more than skin deep. Just 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 know that self-worth, you're, you know, knowing that you are beautiful, no matter what complexion you are, as far as light skin, brown skin, dark skin, talking about black women, you know, mm-hmm. don't let nobody touch your crown, that you are the prize. You are it. We are the naturally chosen it girls. Yes. We're the woman that everyone wants to be. We are the superior race. We are the chosen people. I have no problem with admitting admitting that. I am a black elitist, okay? We are superior in genetics and motherfucking looks. Yes. Culture. Hey, you feel me? Culture. All these motherfuckers, they, they, they downplayed how we looked years ago with big lips and how dark our skin was. Niggas is, is dying in tanning beds. Niggas is getting these white people is getting skin cancer trying to keep getting up with lip the- injections just to look more i just want to i just feel like my lips are so little i wonder why look motherfuckers is these white people they're starting to hate to be white they love the privilege but they hate the look yeah they hate that's really and they that's hate why it. i feel like the beauty standard has changed from wanting to look like that that they want to they want to basically take what we are and look the way we are yeah because they feel like that's that's it that's what it is everyone wants a a beautiful they don't want the problems that come with it they don't want our struggle they just want piggyback off of the look well bitch this is a package deal look bitch you want to come with dark skin you want to come with these fat asses these fat ass lips and look just be prepared to take on the black everything yeah black portfolio period and that is what it is so i appreciate my black woman i appreciate y'all so much i really feel like we we, appreciate you we connected here you feel me yeah so 100 yeah yeah, for sure you gonna be you gonna be back we gonna come to detroit you come to cleveland anytime sis link up so wait let's don't hang up after i stop recording so Mm -hmm. hold on we're gonna let y'all know Thank y'all for tuning in again. Lex, thank you for having you. Y'all, oh, yeah. until... Until the next month. Until the next group. group.